Hi guys. My name is Amaya, but I go by Maya. Um, I'm a therapist. Yeah. And he is. Mm-hmm. Um so I've been doing this for like six months now, practicing in this field. Um, I have an associate's, a bachelor's, and a master's degree in psychology and counseling. So I think I'm pretty qualified to sit here and talk about these topics. Um, so the name of this podcast is It's Just Fucking Therapy. And I came up with this about a year ago. I was sitting in my room and I was just like, I want to do a podcast. So that's where we're at with it. And um, the podcast just basically centers mental health, um, a lot of mental health coverage. So we'll just be talking about different topics and basically dissecting that and what that looks like for me, for my guests, and for you guys too. Um, So I have the lovely Tierra here as my first guest. Tierra, do you want to introduce yourself to the people? I'm Tierra. I'm her friend, her Arizona friend from Chicago, but Arizona friend. And um, I'm a mom. <laughs> and that's a part of the reason I'm here, because I'm a mom, a young yeah. mom. Yeah. I'm a lot of other things, too. But for right now, I'm just a mom, a young mom. A, a young mom. Yes. Young at term. A young and term, term young and lit. Mom, you know what I'm saying? Very much so. Okay, much being a mom ain't something. I'm telling you that. The ball is broke. So, yeah, little mom, but I'm here to support my friend who I'm very proud of because it's just fucking fair. So, me and Tiara, we met like a year ago, back in like April. It's about to be a year. Um, we met online, y'all. Yeah, you're not really supposed to like you know, meet people online, Facebook. Yeah. We joined a, a like a black women's mm-hmm. like link up meet yeah. type of group yep. thing. The Arizona one. And me and Tara, we, we was on the same type of time. It was mm-hmm. like, you from Chicago? Okay, Chicago. you know, I was click, click, like, clicking on we, all the profiles. <laughs> we about to be friends. I said, she from Chicago? I thought you got, she got a degree. I yeah. said, yep, yep, that's my type of vibe right there. And then we just, we kind of like planned a little lunch, brunch date. Yeah, and it was so cute. We've been close since. Like, I'm I'm always with her at her place with her child. And my baby loves time, her. So. Literally. That was yeah. the, the okay right there. Yeah, I, I know. When, when the baby gave when the baby me the love, like when you, he gave me the little yeah. arm reach. <laughs> When a baby like, like you, that's like, that's what it is right there. I'm like, oh, you can stick yeah. around. Yeah. I'm like, I'm going to the You end. gang for real. I yeah. can come over. <laughs> but yeah, it's been it's been so fun just having you mm-hmm. around, you and your having baby in my life. So I'm really glad that we've curated this friendship and this bond. And I appreciate you being here because we got some things to discuss. Do. So <laughs> Tiara. Tell me, what is it like being a young mom? What is it like being a young... Let me tell you. It ain't uh, no amount of TikToking, book reading, YouTube watching, shadowing in real life that could prepare you for being a parent. Okay. Now, mind you, I wasn't prepared to be a parent. I was very underprepared to be a parent. I didn't start preparing to be a parent. I didn't see my son on the sonogram for the first time until I was like four months pregnant. I was like, oh my God, that's when it hit me for real. Like, you about to be a mom. And so like for that five, I don't really have five months to prepare. Like, oh, you about to be a mom. Like your life is about to change for real. Like it's you 
everything's about to be different for you. So I'm not gonna lie, I dreaded the thought of being a parent. Like my mom growing up, she was the don't get pregnant, don't don't have no babies okay. type of parent. Like don't bring no babies in this house type of parent. If you have a baby, your life is over with. That was her. If you have a baby, it's it's cut. Your life's not about you anymore. So I was dreading being a mom. But then like when they laid that baby on my chest, it's like the whole world fell behind me. And it's like, oh, okay, yeah, this is my child. This is this is my son. I love you. Everything's about you now. So did you experience, I see or hear like a lot of moms, they, they always get that that like weird realization feeling like, I am a mom. Like I say that every day. Oh my gosh! Every like, time you came out of me, me, yes, it's like I be looking at him like, "You're my whole child." Yeah. Like I cannot go give you. You're not my little brother. You're not my yeah. cousin. I can't go give you back to your parent. It's me. I'm the parent. Like, oh my god, you're mine. I say that every single day because I'm still baffled. You know, he's only one year, one year old. So it's like he's gently used. You know what I'm saying? He's been here for a little moment, but it's like, oh. We got so many more years to go, but yeah. I'm supposed to keep you alive. And that really baffles me to this day. I don't see how I'm doing it. Just is day it, by day. Is it hard? It is, some days are easier than others. I will say that. Like some days it's like, okay, you miss your old life. You miss waking up when you want to and going to sleep when you want to. And then there's so many moments. Like kids are such a precious, such precious little beings. Some days it's like, okay, what would I do without my son? Like, what would I be doing right now? Because my life revolves around him. Like, everything literally is about him. Wait, so are you one of the ones when you go to the bar or the club and you scrolling, looking at pictures of yes. your kid? Like, I can't He's wait to go back home. I be like, no, and you, when I'm gone, typically when I'm gone, he's with his father. So it's like his father, it, as soon as I walk out the house, it's a picture or a video. He's texting me or sending me, like, to update me. This is what your son's doing. Your son's eating. Your son's laughing. He's fine. He's alive. So it's like, I don't get a chance to miss him ever because right. it's like, oh okay well i'm getting updates right now because his dad's letting me know he's alive and well and i'll just be like oh he's eating right now oh, he's sleeping i love sleeping i love cuddles <laughs> like i'll be like oh it's i kind of so miss cute. you and he is the most adorable yeah. little thing in the world so it's like oh my god i can't wait to get home to my baby and go to sleep next to my baby that's the most that's my favorite time is when he's asleep okay. and quiet yeah, <laughs> not torture. Yeah, like he cute right and quiet. Out. Yeah, like that's my that's heart. Okay. That's my favorite time with him. Okay, but it it does get hard. Okay, it gets mentally taxing for sure, especially when you aren't surrounded by like because you know we from Chicago, so all the family back home, the village yeah. is at home. Yeah, the village not in Arizona, so it's like all of it. Majority of it falls on me. Yeah, most of the time because his dad works twenty four seven. He works seven days a week, so mm -hmm. it's like I pretty much in, in mom mode 24 7 to the where y'all see me y'all see that baby like right. we are a package deal you want to come you want me to come out free coming out too yeah, free and I, he, he's he has attended so many brunch okay lunch, he is gay. outings with us mm -hmm. and i'd be okay and i feel like a lot of women don't have that mm -mm. that type of specific support it's oh you bringing a baby or you don't have no yeah, sitter like, and it's just like home. like i you know i i get that girls night should be girls night you know you mm -hmm. are you know, deserving of your free time mm -hmm. or you know the time 
uh, to yourself, and that's just not always the instance. It's like not. that's that it doesn't it doesn't work like that. And I'm mm-hmm. glad that you've had people around or continue to have people yeah, around that are okay with that. Because like I'm like that. I'm so warm and welcoming. I'm like, okay, yeah, come on, like yeah, that's how you know, we link. Coming, like yeah, like the baby yeah. coming, yeah, the baby could come. I'm like, okay, as long as the baby can come, I'm yeah. there. If he could come, you will see me there. And it's that understanding aspect too. Like if I know that I'm in a position where mm-hmm. I don't have children and I can up and go and you can't, we got to be somewhere and mm-hmm. make accommodations. So I'm always at your house because I'm okay with that. I enjoy spending time with you, but that also means I get to see your baby too. Yes. So it's like, it's just that company. balance. Yeah. I love when y'all come over yeah. and be like, hey. He smiled now. I'm like, hey, I, I get a okay. little. I, I get a, you. Because I used to get the shoulder turn yeah, on. He used to be like, yeah, I'm like okay, okay. then he'll warm up like I'm, oh I I'm like, like don't you. don't don't now do he me. like oh my god don't do me yeah come I here girl him. let me show you my toy and take your chips like he like you got snacks yeah. I like you um what am I you. second shift third shift but yeah he like okay like what's mm-hmm. up all you all you high yellows yeah. around here like what? Yeah. <laughs> where y'all at yeah I lo- and I love that like all of my friends have been so supportive. Out here, especially like I don't have one friend who who hasn't been like, oh, like leave that baby at home. Like it's always bring Cree. Where's Cree? I want to see Cree. Yeah. Even when I was just talking to my friend, I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna come see you in Miami or whatever this summer. She's like, is Cree coming? Yeah, a lot of people like, now they don't <laughs> they don't have that. And I see that I see so many posts where it's like young moms they're like mm-hmm. my friendships have changed the dynamics yeah. of that like nobody wants to link up with me nobody wants like, to be around people be anymore turning fake and yeah. stuff i i hadn't experienced that and for that i'm blessed i'm forever grateful because i do see a lot of posts like that where it's like okay but then again i never was the now i'm young and turned now i am young and turned <laughs> I am young and turned, but I was never like the you know in the clubs going out drinking, smoking like turn. Yeah, like that was never my life before having a kid. So it's like I didn't have friends who was always at the club every single weekend. Like, oh, you want to come out? Like, let's go drink. Like that was never me. So it's like my friendships weren't affected because we was all like homebodies anyway. Like our idea going out is, oh, let's go out to dinner. Yeah, some something, something yeah, cute. Yeah, like something, something cute and laid cute. back and chill. Yeah. Like, let's go out there then. Let's go get yeah. a drink. Like, let's do this, that, and the third. It was never like, okay, we about to go get fucked up. But it was never that type of vibe. Yeah. So it's like, I have a couple of friends who have had children after me. Okay. And like, they definitely, during their pregnancies, I saw them go through that. Like, mm-hmm. oh, damn like all my friends are outside right now like they at the club they you know bottle girls they dancers they just stand the third and i can't hang because i'm pregnant or i can't hang because i got this newborn and that made me kind of sad for them because it's like oh man i didn't experience that like my my best friend was my rock throughout my pregnancy all of them through and through if i was sad because i went through um prenatal depression so if i was sad if i was depressed if i was going through a rut it's nothing she it's nothing she could say or do she would just literally force me to go outside like oh okay let's go up to tempe marketplace let's walk around let's go get some food let's go get some nectar or something like that like she would just force me to go outside just to to get yeah like just to get some air and so she like you know like because it's it may not be nothing i could say to you right now that can make you feel better i don't know what you're going through but i want to go through it with you like i want to be there for you as your friend as your sister like i want to be your village a part of your village so it's like i didn't have that like feeling of loneliness 
because I had so many people who was flying out here, going back home, yeah. you know, and I'm I'm definitely busted because that kept me afloat because I would definitely felt like I was drowning under. Right. When I was pre- <laughs> yeah. pregnant, I'm like, I don't know how I'm about to be a mom. I used to wake up every day like, I'm about to be a mom. A whole madre. I think the supportive village is so needed, whether that is the child's father, mm-hmm. mom, dad, your mm-hmm. siblings, because it won't look the same for every mm-hmm. individual. Some people don't have their yeah, child's father in- mm-hmm. involvement. So that can look like different things for different, know, people. different people. And that's why I tell people like when they ask me, because since I'm the first one out of all my friends to really have a child, um, aside from my aside from my friend who I call like my sister she had twins way back when but out of my friend group everybody be like now when they get pregnant it's like they come to me like so should I keep it like what's your experience like being a mom I'll be telling them straight up let me ask you that on the whole let's get a full 360 let's get the full picture because I'm not gonna lie to you if you don't have the support if you don't have the love, if you the don't have the peace, yes, too. if you don't have, if you're not comfortable where you are in life right now, adding a whole human being to your plate is not going to make your life better. Like, Girl, it's going to make it so much harder. Don't have no kids slip out of your mouth. Like, <laughs> and you be like, don't have one. Baby on your hip. Maya, don't, don't, have have <laughs> don't have one. Don't have one. Because yeah. your whole like, it's like, you know, even no matter how much support you have, that's still your kid at the end of the day. Like that has to be your priority. Like I can't, you could pick up and go to Miami, go to Greece mm-hmm. right now. I got this kid. Like what I'm doing with this kid. I have to figure out where this kid is going to go first. And it's like, you know, that even though I love my son so much, love him more than life itself. That is an inconvenience at times. Like you can't kick it the way you used to kick it before you have a child. Like your child comes first. So I be telling y'all, like I'm going to warn you now. Like, and especially when it comes to who you had your kid with. Oh, that's the biggest thing. Cause I'm telling y'all that you have a kid with the wrong person. It will set you back years. And I see it every day. Like the struggle that some people, some of my friends go through because their children's fathers aren't as helpful financially they're not they don't see that father their children's father don't see them you know like or they're in different states or they're doing this that and the third and like that hurts my heart for them because like sometimes i have to count my blessings that my situation isn't perfect but i don't have the worst right co-parent yeah in the world like i be looking at some people like i be looking at some people like do you do you feel like and i had to ask this question to some mom friends and i when i asked i had mm-hmm. to like basically ask in a way where it didn't come off as offensive mm-hmm. but i want to ask you as well do you feel like you don't really know the person that you're conceiving a child with until the child is born Absolutely, because I heard they could do like a whole little one eighty yeah, color no, show. Absolutely, and it's absolutely, a shit show from there. Man, look, you really don't know somebody until you live with them, and until you have a kid with them. I that, said that's live the with two things: live yeah. and have a kid. That will truly show you. That'll turn it up, make it spicy. Either that they say like most relationships. Mind you, me and my son's father weren't in a relationship throughout my pregnancy, okay. so they typically say when you are in a relationship i've seen most of the people who are in relationships when they had their kids they are not with their their co-parent anymore they're not with their significant other anymore so a child changes the full dynamic of a relationship and that's why i be telling people like before you decide first especially if you're not married like you're not looking to get married you're not engaged 
before you make this very permanent decision, because you could always get a divorce. You can't get his baby back. Like this baby is yeah. a lifelong commitment. Like this baby's going to be here forever. So before you make this very permanent decision and having a child with somebody, like really, really look like ask the questions. I feel like when we start talking to people, we start dating people. We don't ask questions like that. You know, one day you just pop up pregnant. It's like, oh, okay. Like yeah. we're going to do this. Like, it's just okay. love bombing. You yeah, just jump like you right just into that in aspect. the honeymoon stage. Yeah. Like you may not like how this person wants to raise their children. You may not like, do people don't talk about religion? People don't talk about health, you know, vaccines, all of that stuff. Mm -hmm. You don't act, do you have a sickle cell trait? Like that stuff you need Those to know. What's your entities. blood type? Yeah. Like that's shit you need to know yeah. before you have a kid. Does any diseases run in your family? That's stuff that people don't ask before they have kids. But you genuinely might not like, me personally, I said I would never whip my son. And that's something that me and his dad thankfully agreed on we won't be aggressive towards him or whatever that's not the way that we want to go but it's people out there who be like yeah i feel like whoopings is necessary like i need you a child needs to be beat in order to get them together yeah. and i'm not going for none of that so like that's where people start to it starts to be a, a disconnect yeah. and i was thankful because originally when i got when i found out i was pregnant and it's like okay i'm keeping it it's it's gonna it's happening at this point like I said, me and my child's father, we weren't together. Things were really, 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 really rocky. Like the rockiest of the heavy rock. On a, heavy on a really. Heavy on a the, the heavy real, on a really. real rocky. Like imagine the rockiest <laughs> thing you could think of right now. It was rockier than that. I'm going to say that right now. It was oh rocky. My so it was like I was dreading it. I'm like, you know yeah. what? Like we wasn't talking. We weren't on speaking terms. And it's like, you know, I really had to prep myself for, okay, I'm about to be a single mom. Like I'm not... This my son might not even have his father in his life. And that alone, being pregnant, is heartbreaking when you feel like, okay, like I'm really gonna have to step up. Like my life is gonna change forever, just me. And I have to find a way to provide everything for this child, especially extra love, right. extra nourishment, because the other parent may not be there. So um thankfully for me. That's what so how did you get to that point from the lack of support or not? full support to where Listen. you're in a position where you're what had happened was I went into labor and I called him and he answered and this at 5am I called him he answered didn't expect that because if not I was going to call my best friend she was around the corner or whatever and I told him I'm in labor and he came and from there it was like we locked in now like okay like he was there and he just like stepped into like his dad mode, like, okay, like my child is here and it's time for me to like get my shit together. Like it's time for me to be a grown man and I'm not going to abandon you and my kid. So like that now, you know, ever since then, he's been there ever since. Um, it ain't been easy. That's what I'm saying. So how do you manage the low points then? Ooh, I don't know. You be the... <laughs> <laughs> Publicly, uh, <laughs> right? Come to the crib. Okay, you really don't know what's going on. Real tea, <laughs> but I never ever ever publicly down degrade, disrespect, down talk my son's father because at the end of the day, I feel like men are slow in general. So it's like they it takes them a while to catch up yeah. or to catch on to what's right and what's wrong. But I also feel like it's a stigma around mom's supposed to do everything like okay, mom Mom is the sole provider. Like, you go to mom for everything, and as a dad, I'm supposed to foot the bill. 
And I'd be having to let him know, yeah, no, like that's your son needs your emotional support. Like it's easy to cut a check. It's easy to buy some diapers. It's easy to pay a bill. Mm-hmm. That's the easy part of it. I would love to just do to, to be in that position. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like that sounds lit to me. Like, oh, I get to go to work. Yeah. I get the, you want some pampers, son? I'm gonna get you some pampers. I buy all the groceries in the house. I will buy the clothes, the toys, whatever. And then I'm just gonna do me. That sounds lit to me. That don't sound like no real responsibility. But the emotional aspect of it, like the, okay, my son's crying. I have to figure it out. My son's trying to teach him how to walk, trying to just figure out what's going on with him, you know, like entertain him all day long. And they clingy. And I'm not a very affectionate person. So having a child, it's it's softened me up because it's like, okay, like I have to be soft for this little person. I can't be a bitch. Like, it's like, I can't be like, get off of me. It seems like a lot of sacrificing. Yes. And selfless moments. Yes. Okay. And when you co-parenting with somebody, sometimes you have to take your emotions out of the situation because it becomes like, okay, you pissing me off. Like, I am, you piss me off. I want you out of my face. But it's like, is that what's best for my child in this moment? Possibly, probably not. Like, but it's like, I sometimes I get caught up in, I am the selfless one out of the two of us. And he's more of the selfish one because, you know, he's just thinking like, oh, I'm just dad. Like he, the baby needs you the most. You the one who been breastfeeding him and you been holding him down and stuff. Like, so my son's the most attached to me, but I tell him like, he's only going to be super duper attached to you if you're present. You know, mm-hmm. you have to be here. It's not just like, oh, okay, he's crying. Let me hand him off to mom. Okay, he needs to stand a third. Let me hand him off to mom. Like, he needs to know, like, okay, dad is also my safe space. Like, yeah. I can rely on dad as much as I can rely on mom. And you don't want that that aspect of it where it's like, my dad was here. He was around, but he wasn't here. Here, yeah. Like, he wasn't present. He wasn't, he wasn't present. emotionally available yeah. for me. Like, it was my mom. And I don't want my son seeing, like, I always say, I want my son to see that it was his mom who was breaking her back making shit shake for him like it needs to be a 50 50 for real yeah definitely at all times and when he's low or when he's not pulling his way i will pull the way for him and when i don't feel like it, i need him to also cover my back and that's we we're still trying to come to this co-parenting terms because you know i was gonna say what's the communication because it's some messy shit that go on with being a co-parent (laughs) i'm telling you that especially when the shit starts off messy it, it the messiness drags yeah. okay like it's sometimes just like you oh the communication is awful and i'm gonna be a completely transparent i have a, a just an awful mouth just an awful mm-hmm. mouth like in a really short yeah. temper yeah. i'd be zero to fifty thousand just Soon like you that give me like that phone, I'd okay be like, tuh, tuh. y'all you be seeing i'd be like oh you like i just be and my son father really not the type like he's an argue he's argumentative he petty he more petty than he is anything like but he's not like the calling me out my name like he really don't do the back and forth often like oh i'm about to sit up here and disrespect her like he's not that type but he he will walk away before he do anything which thank god he is like that but when i get irritable when it comes to our son it's like okay then i start getting mouthy like the communication goes, it goes out the window. It's like, okay, now I'm seeing red and now I'm about to treat you. You're right. a clown. 
Try to be for real. Like you are a clown. No, you like, do be talking no, like that. No, like I too. do. And so I'm like, you know what? On my on my behalf, I I like simmer down. Like I'll be right. like, you know, I have to work on that. Not everything needs such a turned up ass reaction. Yeah, like it doesn't. It, it does doesn't. not. And especially you have to respect your co-parent. You have to respect your co-parent. I wouldn't don't follow in my footsteps. Like I just have a temper problem overall it's so easy to be ruled by that surface layer mm-hmm. emotion which is anger yep it's because easy we're not to be able angry. to express the underlying emotion mm-hmm. which could be hurt mm-hmm. pain resentment resentment it could be all of those things. especially in as a mother i'm sure so many mothers can relate it, you men's life don't lives don't change as much as a woman's life does i carried this baby for all of these months my body has changed my mind, your brain changes when you have a child. Like my mind has changed. It's like I'm I breastfed. So it's like I have that aspect of it. I can't just get up and go outside when I want to. Men get up and go. Like they be like, all right, I'll be back. Yeah. And like that's the reason like that's something that I have felt I've resented my son's father for. Cause it's like, okay, like you nothing in your life changed. Like I pretty much made all these sacrifices and this, that, and the third. And sometimes he's understanding, sometimes he don't get it. Sometimes he's just like, I don't really see what the big deal is. And it's like, I'm the one who's here with this child all the time. You get you don't have to ask me permission to go to the bathroom. You don't have to ask me, like, oh, could you watch Cree so I could run to the right. store real quick? Like yeah. you don't have to ask me to do to anything. Do I yep. have to ask you to watch him so I could take a shower. You don't gotta ask me to watch him to go wash your behind. Like it gets frustrating sometimes. So the, the communication aspect of that is not the strongest it's not right not now. all the time it okay. depends no not right now absolutely <laughs> you like it depends no <laughs> not, not right now right now you know some days we are okay some yeah. days that's the homie like some days we really we kick it we laugh kiki we have a great co-parenting relationship <laughs> not kiki you know something you know we be like yeah, like yeah. cousins that's how we be in yeah. the house laughing and stuff like i heard we, a lot of people be like i look at my baby daddy like my little brother yeah now. That's, like that's, that's, that's really how homie. i feel you know that's the homie but it's other days where it's like all right you now you're my enemy today you're my enemy and i don't like you, you get to get you out my face it. all right like you you dragging it that's why i tell him today you dragging it like okay like don't piss me off I'm about to go yeah. do a podcast right that now. Girl, Don't that's my piss favorite me line. off. Don't piss okay? me off. Don't I'm, t- I'm trying to get in my zone. Yeah. You bringing out the the, the negative <laughs> energy, and I got a sage burning uh, co-parent. You are the bad vibes, sir. Like that's you telling you you are the negative energy, sir. Okay, don't be burning no sage around me. Yeah. It's you, not me. But like sometimes we be we be we laugh. Like we go in and we go at each other's throats a lot. But at the end of the day, that's my son's father, and he gonna always be gang. We gonna always yeah. be family, and that's how I try to look at it. At the end of the that's day, that's good. Always and I think family. a lot of people miss that component. Mm-hmm. Like no matter what regardless of our we relationship status yeah it's like, still it's we still family you know me, you and like, this baby like against the world yeah. like at the end of the day no matter what happens and lord knows things do happen it's like i have to brush it off like we have to find a way to get over it like i may not like you today i may not like you this month but at the end of the day i'm not gonna keep your child from you i'm not going to stop you from being a parent the best parent that you could be regardless of how I feel and you know you as you get petty and you be like you know what 
you can't see my son. Like I'm, so I'm you about pull, to leave. You, you pulled a couple of those. I'm definitely like uh, pulled okay. a couple of those. But you know, it lasts all of twenty minutes because okay. it's never been a time where I'm like, yeah, no. But for some women, it really is. Yeah, no. Like some women, I be telling my son's father, you need to be blessed and lucky because it's because it's women who be like, yeah, okay, you and piss me off. You not seeing him for two weeks. Like that's how they go. Chicago Facebook went up. Okay, bitch, you let me see my son. Like this, yes, bitch, you let me see my. None of that. Like I, I'm just trying to motherfucking take care yeah. of my son. Yes, yeah, he ain't never gonna get on social that. media and play with me like that. Like he ain't <laughs> yeah. never. Like that's. I be looking like yeah. you know what? Let me relax for real because yeah. you ain't never gonna get on social media and say I was the reason I was keeping you from your son. Yeah. That's not gonna happen. People really, some people really do have it worse. When no, you take some yourself people do. Out of your own mm-hmm. perspective of it. Anytime yeah. somebody vent to me about how they not getting child support, how they kids' father won't buy pampers for the baby don't want to send them no money like put the money on a gift card because i don't want to send i don't want you to have the money yeah. or whatever like i don't want to go half on this for our child because i'm mad at you like and i just it pissed me off like real bad because it's like at the end of the day take your emotions out this shit like this is about what's best for the for the kid it's really not about my emotions it's not about your emotions it's about this baby's emotions this baby needs all the support they can get it's not about it could be fuck you you know even if it's fuck me it's fuck and couples not couples or co-parents they can't differentiate mm-hmm. that because it's always a portion of we need to work on us and yes. what we got going on still while and trying sometimes to focus it is on this hard. like it is it's especially when you have feelings for that person or you have any type of like leftover love romantic involvement with that person especially for y'all co-parents that are still sleeping with each other I'm sure them lines are blurry, okay? Yeah. When it's like, okay, now you want to piss me off because I'm mad about this, that, and the third, and blah, 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 blah. Like, things can get murky and muddy. Like, I've seen it. I've been through it. I've seen it with other people. But it's like, I literally try to keep the, okay, at the end of the day, this is my child's Yeah, father. the focal point is yeah, always like, back to that and, and it, the it baby. It sucks sometimes because it's like you could be hurt going through it, and you have to look the hurt in its face because- we got this kid together at the end of the day. And it's hard to heal from certain situations if you have to look what hurts you in the face all the time. But you have to keep your chin yeah. up, chest out. Yeah. And you got to get the job done at the end of the day because you family. Like, you have to find... And I always said that I wanted to be close, cool, cordial because I always wanted to do holidays. Like, no matter what, if we together or not, we need to do holidays together. Like, our child needs to see that mom, mom and dad. Mom and dad can You know, we're a team. Yeah, like, this. we... Yeah. It's nothing but laughs and a good vibe around us. Like, that's what I want my son, no matter what, to grow up and say, like, okay, like, my parents, like, they they cool. They always been cool my entire life. No, no matter the terms, no matter the situation, they gonna show up for me. Both of them are gonna show up for me. So, that's just important. People need to focus on that. Yeah. Like, be a but good a lot, Like you model. said, a lot of them can't if mm-hmm. they're having sex if they're mm-hmm. still you know we can we can work on us we can repair this mm-hmm. we can fix this and it's like some that, shit can't that, be fixed i'm gonna tell y'all that now let it go and that shouldn't be the primary focal point right mm-hmm. now nope. but I, you know people our age that's what they do is even we're older young. people too but that's what they do we're, at our yeah, age definitely older people yeah. especially from the city we from y'all be yeah. petty on that damn facebook now yeah but like you know i keep i choose to keep everything off social media i don't have that problem the social media problem i right. never posting my child most people don't know i have a child so this podcast will probably be my coming out party because people don't know i am a mom 
So I don't post family. I don't post my personal life on social media. So I don't have to worry about the the tagging and the back and the forth right. and all of that stuff, which is important. Keep y'all fucking business off social media. That's that's the major yeah. thing. Keep your stop sub tweeting and sub posting and Instagramming your baby mothers and your baby fathers. The real deal, right? Yeah, here. like do <laughs> not do it. Go. Let it go, okay? Because yeah. I see that shit all the time. The the tweets and the going back and forth and the doing shit for the gram. Like keep that shit off social media. It's it's lame as hell, to be honest. But aside from that, nobody needs to know your business because some of the problems is y'all be going to social media and then next week, oh, I'm laid back up with my, and they laughing. my baby daddy. They yeah. laughing at, they're laughing at you. Yeah, like we judging you. I'm saying yeah. that now. Because I ain't gonna me. lie. I'm laughing. I ain't gonna lie. When we get together, it, <laughs> we pull these phones we out. We be talking shit. We, okay, we're like, definitely, we're we laughing and we are you, judging you. <laughs> <laughs> we are judging you like damn did you see did you see the way like how you gonna let this man call you a stupid goofy dumb ass bitch and you ain't call this nigga deadbeat deadbeat dumb ass you don't, you don't take care of your kid you don't buy him no diapers but y'all laid up and y'all back together now like and some decorum in the close friends you're not slick like you're i am slick. judging you and i'm swiping up okay just yeah. believe that i'm i have some comments yeah if it's somebody some questions i'm close with yeah, like and good friends with i'm definitely Ooh, gonna be like the good friends baby the morals Get it together pick, pick them up Get him up. Stand up. Get him up, Flo. Like, Get him please. Up, Flo. Have some fucking Pick decorum. him up. Have some decorum. That's how I yeah. be with my... I can't lie to my friends. Like, have some... Nah, I, I let my friends be a little delusional. Not a lot of delusional, though. Like, yeah. Yes, because we love to be a little... A, a little, little delusion a little, is good for the soul. A lot a of delusion delusional. is bad for your mental health. Yeah. And possibly bad for your life. Because I know it's like... A lot of people joke about that. Like, mm-hmm. um, I'm so delusional. Mm-hmm. Or, like, I'm really delusional over him, over her. And they're like, it's cute. It's, it's funny. Cute. It's, it's funny. Nice it's kiki. cute. But <laughs> you like that in real life? All right. I'm scared. But <laughs> go talk to the lady. Not go, me. You need to sit on this <laughs> couch. <laughs> not me. Right but go, talk, chill. go talk to you the know, lady. Not you for real. No, she she going to hurt your feelings. Yeah. <laughs> she going to hurt your feelings. Especially if I don't know you. That's why I, I love being a young therapist and still a mm-hmm. part of Gen Z because I'm mm-hmm. not, my my practices, it doesn't entail sugarcoating or just kind of telling you mm-hmm. what you want to hear or what the white man wrote in this book. Okay. I'm, I'm not like I'm that. Gonna keep, like, she going to keep I'm it a, real I'm deal, holy feel with you. I'm going to educate you. I'm going to help mm-hmm. you. But we're going to get it together. We're going to get it together. But you might not like it. I'm not tiptoeing around your feelings. Absolutely not. If that's what you that's want. That's not what the fuck you come to you, therapy for. Go to your friends, baby. Go to your friends. And one but, thing, and if your friends is not being honest with you and, and, and keeping it real with you, ooh, get some new yeah. friends. Cause yeah. me and my friends, we we may we we may butt heads, yeah. but honesty is well needed. Yeah, and in I your get friendship. the blind leading the blind. Cause sometimes I do. I might tell you go do that, and I'm doing it. And we it, are blind leading the blind. Sometimes overall, like long term, it it shouldn't be that. It it definitely shouldn't. No, be absolutely that. not. And I know that when I come to y'all and I tell y'all whatever it is, whatever drama's going on in my life, y'all not gonna steer me in the wrong direction. No. Y'all not gonna be like y'all y'all gonna be like okay, bitch. Yeah, that was that, that's what you was wrong. What you, that's now. what you need. Yeah, yeah. like, and that's, that's how it's supposed need. to be. Because it's like right or wrong, I'm gonna roll out with you regardless. Yeah. It don't matter. I'm I'm burning the city down I'm a, behind I'm a, you, but I'm you check wrong. You, I'm gonna check you behind closed like, doors. Yeah, but right like now, right now, yeah, I'm gonna roll out with you. Like well, what they say, if, if my friend fighting somebody, 
Line them up. <laughs> Whoever came with her, line them up. That's how, that's how it's going to be. But it's, I, I appreciate the honesty that I've always gotten from you, from other friends, just like about everything, especially when it comes to that man. Um, <laughs> <laughs> not to lip smack on it. She, oh, wait. When it comes to that man, y'all. Yeah. When it comes to my co-parent. You know, it's yeah. always great to have perspective. Yeah. Because you you want that that genuine, mm-hmm. authentic support mm-hmm. where it's like, you know, I feel for you. I get it. I understand. But if we aren't in positions to hold ourselves accountable, mm-hmm. we, need, we need the support to do Absolutely. so. Somebody got to do it for us until we're able to do it ourselves. Absolutely. So That's why I'm I glad that we, it. yeah, we have that in our relationship, our bond. It's all right now, bitch. Like, okay, you was wrong. All right. but That was a little much. It was funny. It was. You we snapped. got a little kiki you, you on snapped, it. Okay, you ate that bitch up. <laughs> not too much. Not next too much. Like, next time, next how time. about you don't give this your yeah. energy? And you know, Maya sent you a really long, long, long message message like pretty much telling you like all right yeah yeah i'm, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm about to hurt your feelings just a little yeah. bit because i need to be 100 percent honest and transparent with you about how i feel this situation yeah. is gonna go and it's like oh that may hurt my feelings a little yeah. bit but you're right yeah you know you you're it's not needed because if, if women or even men you you got people in your corner in your life that's yes men yeah. Like, yeah. No. Nope. Go, go, go be her ass. Yeah, he was wrong. She was wrong. Like, granted, that might be the case in this mm-hmm. given moment, but let's remove ourselves from it. Mm-hmm. Let's take a step back. Where did I go wrong in a situation as well? Yeah. I had to say I was gonna whoop your ass, drag you all up and down. Yeah. I said I'm gonna stalk you but... the fuck out. <laughs> it, it I said like your ass that. and lost so... it, and I'm about to drag your ass up and down, hostage. Yeah. Like, like that's yeah. that's what I had like, said. I, I said it, and I probably didn't have to say that. But yeah, no. It's a, so many times I've been like, yeah, I shouldn't have said that. That was unnecessary. That was it. But reading back on them paragraphs, you you know, you I snapped. I did. I snapped. Every time. I said, every I be eating these bitches. No, I be like, I, 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 I be eating these bitches. I be happy okay. too. I be sitting there reading that yeah. like, mm. like, going back reading it two, okay, three times. Like, like, hold on. You damn, did that, bitch. You really snapped. You really, you got nay ass. Okay? <laughs> you really like, snapped. And it's like, like what damn. did you say? Then I, I be like, let yeah. me not snap no more And I be like, I wouldn't want nobody to say no shit like like it's to, to me. me. Okay, Girl, I'm like, quick to. That's I when I realize ass. it's me. Yeah. I am the problem. And that's, <laughs> some, that's some good accountability though, because if I we am the get problem. in a position where we like, okay, bitch, you really just turned up. Like, okay, you're mean yeah, as like fuck. you are. Like, like yeah. am I the drama? <laughs> I'm not the drama. Yeah. Like, I'm the villain. Am I? Like, I am the fucking villain. Like, that's but so I, I get it. It's hard because. Women, they 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 want to. It's this ego thing. It's mm-hmm. I got one up on you. I I'm doing this. I'm doing that. Ugh. You ain't got this. You ain't got that. And it's so hard to not engage in it because our I initial reaction a, a is to think they got one up on me. Yeah, like yeah, your initial now reaction gotta, is gotta, to bark gotta, and bark. Now I gotta not gotta prove you wrong. Yeah, like now and really and one thing I'm gonna tell you, young ladies, you young women out here, you don't have to prove nothing to nobody ever, never ever, never, never ever ever. Don't let no Man, woman, dog, cat, it don't matter what the hell it is. Don't let nobody get you out your body. Like, I got a real bad habit of letting somebody get me out my body. Because it's like, oh, okay, now I got to show you. I don't have to show you shit. I like that self-awareness because a lot of people have not developed that skill mm-hmm. yet. Where we we step back and we like, okay, I play a role into this too. Mm-hmm. 
by it might entertaining be it. Your like, action, but it's also my, my reaction. reaction. Yeah, like and some action. shit really yeah. don't. Some shit you got to keep a player. Like this don't deserve my energy. Like why am I even feeding into this or bringing stupid down to this level? Yeah. Like I'm not. I should. I'm better than this. But sometimes you got to stoop down to a bitch level. Yeah, I'll be, I'll be asking for I'll it. I be trying. Yeah, I'm be trying to live a soft it. girl yeah. lifestyle. I'm trying to pretend I'm not from the city of Chicago and I didn't grow up aggressive. But you're doing so much better. Like these last few times that I've been at your house and just the conversations <laughs> we've had. And you like, trying. I'm no, trying. I'm, I'm, I'm a work of... I'm a work in progress. You'll be like, it is what it is. I ain't saying nothing. It's, it's and giving like, very it is what it is. Like sometimes if you really do. Like one day you wake up and you just get tired of the bullshit. It's like, okay, I'm better than this. Like, I mm, That breaking point. In the, in the words yeah. of my good sis, on. you can't argue with the delusional or the demented. Like, and it's at one point, it's like, oh, okay. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. You really okay. like that. Yeah, yeah. like, you oh, need yeah. Help you, <laughs> you, you not wrap too real. tight, yeah. honey. Like, you a couple fries short of Happy Meal for sure. Like, I'm not even about to fucking entertain yeah. this no more. And it was the realization I had when my ex literally, you know, in my most recent very ghetto situation that has happened to me, um, getting a man's perspective on it. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, of course, your friend's going to your friend's gonna step. They're going to ride out like, fuck this girl, like this, that, and the third. Fuck her. Turn up on that bitch. But like my 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 ex, who is one of my very good friends now, that's my homie. He like, why are you entertaining this shit? You look like a clown. That's what he told me. <laughs> Sometimes you look like a clown. You like that subtle response. No, you do. Like he somebody. said it just like that. Like this is clowned out. Like yeah. this is beneath you. Like bitch, what are you doing? Like but why it don't you feel like that in the moment? It's it like don't. You're when he said that, I snapped me. out of that shit for yeah. sure. I'm like he like that's some clown shit right there, and you look like you just joined the circus. And I'm gonna need you to leave the circus immediately. Cause why are you? He like like he told you ain't got nothing to prove to nobody. What the fuck you sitting up here arguing, going back and forth with yeah. anybody about? Like you know who you are. Yeah, and I'm like, oh you're tell right, young moms, girl. Oh you're please. right. Cause I mean, let's be clear. I'm 23. I'm still a young mom, young and turnt. Like I said, don't forget the turn. Don't forget the turn. So you know we young. We still gonna throw our emotions. Like you not really fully developed until you like twenty five. You not. You not. So it's like you you gonna especially when you get yourself in a situation where you weren't planning to have a child with somebody. It's gonna be messy. It's gonna be drama. It's gonna be unresolved feelings. It's gonna be beef. It's gonna be all of these negative emotions. As much as there is positive emotions, but in those negative emotions, you really do have to remind yourself that this is temporary. Like whatever it is, this shit not gonna last. And not let your emotions get the best of you. Because if you do, that can fuck you up. Like, long term. It's like, okay, now I snapped on you and I said this shit. And we about to be into it for a while. Like, you, yeah. we not going to look at each other the same. You ain't never going to forgive me for this. And I'm a grudge holding ass bitch. I'm not forgiving you for nothing. Stand on it. And Whatever it's like, you it, said, it feels good stand on in it. a moment. But yeah, long like, term, and it's like, long term, it's like, it. yeah, damn, I wish I didn't say that. Like, I shouldn't have violated you like that. It was, you know what it never was? That's, that's serious. serious. <laughs> it was never that serious. Cause I can buy. I okay, no, I can violate a motherfucker. Like if if words could kill, I would have. I would have murked a couple motherfuckers. I love by reading now. my response. Okay, I'm like, sitting there like, mm, ate yeah, that you, shit. You, you yeah, got that, that bitch together. Yeah, like my, what? Like, <laughs> bitch, I ain't got nothing yeah. to say. You know, my favorite thing is to eat a bitch up and block them. Yeah. You can't yeah, even say nothing back to me now. Yeah. I ate you up. Now you just gotta sit there and be mad. Cause you can't even say nothing back to me right now. Cause I ate your ass up and now you block. 
Womp womp. Like that's. <laughs> <laughs> but I know that's not ideal no. to just be sitting here being combative, having Mm-mm. women come at you, no. come at you sideways, Mm-mm. stuff come out the woodwork. You know, it's a bitch like... can come at me sideways because I'm gonna come at you straight up, okay? Yeah. Like <laughs> you yeah. come at me sideways, yeah. and we could do this. I be telling me you could do this the easy way, we could do this the hard way. I ain't never had a bitch eat me up. What they say? Send, send me your baddest bitch. Yeah. Okay? Send me your baddest bitch. And you know, it's not just going to be me who eat you up. It's going to be me. It's going to be this person, this person, this person, this person. Say something oh, slick if you same. want to. All my friends about to jump in it now. And you know, thankfully, I don't know. Some of y'all women don't have good communities, don't have good villages. Because the way my friends jump in some beef instantly, my beef, they beef damn near. They beef my beef. I ate some bitches up and it's like, where are your friends, sister? Because... <laughs> My sister. You was getting attacked out here. Like, it's to the point, like, friend, stop. That's all. <laughs> stop. You eating this bitch up just a little too good right now. Leave, leave. Save some. I think that's just, that's just passion driven, too. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people don't like seeing people in their lives hurt yeah. or going through certain it's things. It's like, you're not going to disrespect my friend and expect me not to jump in it. Like, all my friends could carry their own weight. But when you start getting a little too disrespectful, it's like, hi. Because we've had conversations and I've seen messages and read or heard things that you have told me. They do be trying to take it there. And it's like certain things, mm-hmm. it's not off limits. I mean, it is off limits. You Absolutely. Shouldn't be yeah, certain things like you that. shouldn't you shouldn't say ever, never, ever, never, ever, ever. And that's when like it's only to the point where when my um uh, my friends jump in when somebody try to like speak ill on my health or something like that. Speak ill on your kid. I would like, I don't even have to have my friends jump in because you speak ill on me if you want to. You say something too crazy to me if you want to. We can get off Instagram. We can get off the text messages and we can get in the field. Like, but my friends be like, oh, okay. Like if you want to go there, we can go there. Like we can line it up at the end of the day. Cause you could direct that shit over to me. Cause you know, it's always some, a petty bitch somewhere that's going to try to take a, a super duper low dick about you. Like a bitch going to want to talk about your health or want to talk. Oh, that's why your baby daddy did this, that, and third and blah, 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 blah. You know what? That hurt my feelings sis if you want to hurt my feelings talk shit about my mama like that's what you need to do like that's because that's not gonna hurt my feelings yeah. like you know i live my everyday life i live in my truth it ain't shit that you could say to me that's gonna hurt my feelings and man, for real stop playing both sides stop pillow talking stop going over to that girl house talking shit telling her she shouldn't know what's going on uh-uh. in your household and that really is the problem and, please, I, and i'm a girl's girl i do pride myself on being the, a girl's girl all for the women i'm a girl's girl <laughs> but i'm also women. a bitch's bitch so therefore <laughs> like if you i could be a girl's girl but if you want to try me i could be a bitch too like we could take it there if you want to go there because you know some of these young ladies unfortunately are very much delusional like they're very much have low low worth low sense of self low sense of self-esteem and it's like i hate to see you go through it been there though like i've been there i don't judge no woman for what they going through behind any man i've been there i've had an emotionally abusive situation i know what it's like for a man to really have power and control over your emotions and thankfully i didn't rose the fuck about that shit and now it's just like oh okay like and it hopefully can be one extremely day really hard being cross country away it can't away from, from your village your people away from your village that. don't do it I'm going to tell y'all that right now, don't let no man isolate you from your people. Don't let no man have you cooped up in the house, not talking to your family, your friends and shit. Because that's yeah. that's signs of abuse. I'm going to tell you that right yeah. now, signs of psychological abuse. And it ain't worth it and it's not going to end well. It's a difference between solitude and isolation. Yes. 
Fine inch, line. Very fine line. Big difference. Like, are you a homebody? Or, or is this nigga making you a homebody? Are you stuck? <laughs> making you out. Okay? Yeah. Like, yeah. can you not leave yeah. your home? It, it's a yeah, difference. It's a, it's a big It's a difference. big difference. And I try, and I, you know, I've been there. Like, I haven't been through, I'm 23, but I haven't been through some of the worst shit imaginable. Especially when it came to relationships, just because at the time, you know, when we growing up, you want to be this ride or die. You always hear about this ride or die ass bitch. You supposed to go through hell and shit fire behind a nigga. No, you're not. You're not supposed to go through hell and shit fire behind a nigga. You're not supposed to, you're supposed to love yourself way more than to let a nigga drag you through the mud. And that's what, even though my mom taught me that, I'm not going to lie. My mom always taught me, don't never let a man put their hands on you. Don't never let a man, like at first sign of a red flag, you run, but they don't tell you that it could be slow. It could build up real slow. Like, oh, okay. Like this is some little shit. I could deal with this. Little shit snowballs into big shit over time. And before you, next thing you know, it get bad. Like one day you wake up and it get bad and it's like, you ain't smiled in six months. And you stuck. You don't and know where to go. You don't know what to do. And then don't let you get pregnant. And then you stuck for life. Yeah. And it's very permanent. I really, I really don't think people understand it. Moms and non-moms. Like, yeah. Like don't get yourself in it. Put yourself first. Like, and it be sad, like seeing young girls. And I know that's how bitches was looking at me. Like, damn, bitch, you too young to be this slow. Like, I know people was looking at me like that when it was me. Like, when I was going back and forth, getting into it with other girls and stuff behind a nigga. Like, because the one thing about me, I'm going to find out. Like, I'm I'm, I'm going to get my answer Girl, to the I'm question. Okay? Like, Send they need to way. hire me. To, I'm going to fail for real. Send like, my way. <laughs> I'm going to find out. So it's like, you 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 be ready to go to war yeah. behind the world about a nigga. Go to war with that nigga and leave him alone. That's really what I've learned. That's that's or the real go tea. to war with that's that nigga and leave tea. him alone. Because if a man really loves or cares about you, they will not have you going to war with no bitches. There wouldn't be no bitches involved. And it's like being young, you don't realize that. Like, okay, no, nah, this nigga's not slow. He's disrespectful. Like, this mm-hmm. is not just a young man being a young man. Like, oh, he's young and dumb. No, he's young and disrespectful. Yeah. And he think he could play with you. And as long as you stick around, as long as, as soon as a man found out you a dummy, they gonna really take it there. They gonna drag it out like, oh, she she fold. Yeah, bet. You know, like, I was telling, I was telling you about that. Like one of my clients, young girl, twenty two, real cute, hair always done, her. nails always done, got toes. She got it going fits. on for herself, and she was crying after our session because she like, I just, you know, I don't know what to do. I can't leave. No kids, but he has a child. No kids, and that pissed he, me off. I'm, of her. I'm trying to get to the point of what is keeping you in mm-hmm. this situation. I don't have a car. I can't get to and from work without him. It's like they try to control everything. Yes. Every aspect. So you are reliant on them. He knows that you're young. You're Uh pretty. You can can up and go. You can do what you you want. But because he got that little leverage over you, Uh that's a good manipulative tactic No, it absolutely And now you looped in. Now you hated yourself. Now you don't want to go out. You don't want to be around friends. A man can make you hate yourself. Like... A man can make you hate yourself, not think you are the ugliest bitch in the world. Like they, you a, a nigga turn you up if you let him. And my mom, I used to always tell me, never let a nigga knock you off your squat. And that's like some words of wisdom that I can give to young women. If you are young, whether you have children, whether you don't have children, if you have something going for yourself, stay with that because at the end of the day, that will be 
the thing that you can love the most, the thing that you can rely on the most, the thing that you can control the most is whatever the fuck it is that you have going on for yourself. Do not ever lean back on a man. Do not ever give up your career for a man. Don't give up school for a man. Don't move across the country for a man. Don't do shit for Please a man. Please don't move cross country. Don't do it. Like, like I know y'all see these women and everybody on social media living this lavish lifestyle Social media country. is a facade. Don't do it. It's not really like that. It's, it's not. so tough being out here it with is. no family. No family. And I say no friends and no family because I automatically think of no friends as your home friends, mm-hmm. your Chicago friends. Like, the yes, people you grew up have, with. We have friends Yeah, out here. like we the people you know, stuff. like you grew up yeah. with. Like but your being closest out people. here with no friends and no mm-hmm. family is so hard mentally. And I see so many people talking about, I just want to take that leap. I just want to move. I can't wait to start over. Granted, that's good because Chicago is probably one of the worst cities to continue to build yourself in, in certain Absolutely. aspects. If you already don't Love have home, something- though. Align for yourself, mm-hmm. right? But just that that jump cross country, man. You got to be financially, mentally, kind of yeah, emotionally yeah. ready. Very emotionally and even then, ready. you won't even fully be all of that. You no. have to figure it out as you go. It's not gonna come easy. It's not, and it's really hard. At and people are fucking weird. Too. At so twenty three, like, yeah, you got to get up and get out there. Like, it's, I didn't. The only person I knew when I came out here was my ex. And we weren't together at the time either. But like like I said, that's my homie. That's been my role, dog. And he put me on to like just a lot of stuff. Like he really wanted to. He's always been the, the person who wanted to see me succeed. Like no matter what. No matter what terms we on. We cool. Bad terms. Never wish no bad on me. Nothing. And he, the reason I came out here, it was supposed to be temporary. But then I ended up, you know, making friends and it became, okay, like I'm outside my environment now. Like I feel safe. Like I don't, it's certain shit I don't have to worry about. Like I don't have to walk up and down the street and look over my fucking Girl, shoulder. that transition was so hard. Man, when I first look, got out here, I'm in every spot, like. Head on a swivel. Mine, head on get a up swivel. And dance. No, no. Good. go ahead. It's like you don't have to worry about the, and it's you would just, think you would because it's the open carry state. It's so Everybody freeing, keep a pole on them. I got a pole on me. Like, it's like, you know, I, but you don't have to worry about that stuff. Like, I've never been concerned about going to a function and thinking it's going to get shot up. Yeah, it's a beautiful thing. I think everyone should experience this in their 20s. Yeah, like that up feeling of feeling safe. Time. Move, cross country, do it, like, take yes. the leap. Do it. Like, while while you're young. While you're young. You probably won't have everything aligned, Mm -hmm. but you should have some things aligned. I didn't have shit aligned. I will be honest with you. I didn't have nothing aligned. I was a nail tech. That's when this was before being a nail tech was popular, before being a young black nail tech was popular, which I'm so happy that it's popular now because I was like, okay, I used to do makeup in high school. I'm like, okay, I want to shift into something else. And nails. I like art. Nail took nails took like a, a a nice little turn for me, and when I came out here, like that was my ex was like, you can make money out here because these motherfuckers out here don't know how to do nails. Like they, it's not nail techs out here. Yeah, you know, it's not like um Chicago, home, Atlanta. Yeah, like, you know that demographic. You know what I'm saying? But even when I was 18, I was 23. Now this was five years ago, so like people weren't just popping out doing nails. Like it was like a couple couple handful of nail techs back at home. Like um. Polka dot. 
I got my nails done yeah, by her. Yeah, polka dot. Twice. Mook. You know what's crazy? I was looking for her social media. I couldn't think of her name. I love polka dot. She's yes. the, she like one of the OGs Very back at wrong. home. Her, Very wrong. I don't know if her name is Mook or Mookie. Her name Nail Fanatic, though. And like them. Like those was like two black young nail techs that I they had. They was turned, Yeah, they too. was turned. They was turned. Like I'm like, I want to be like them. 2016, 2017 Yeah, like they've like, been doing this granted, shit. Granted, they still are, but yes, they, they started are. it off. Yeah, so like they, was, those was the people yeah. that back at home who I wanted to be like. And it's like, I don't see too many young black girls out here getting to this bag specifically. So it's like, okay, now I'm about to go to Arizona because it's a different demographic. You can make more money. Mm-hmm. They used to go on the Scottsdale, these trash ass salons, whatever, and paying $50, 60 $70 for no chip, short no chip. It's like, okay, that's that's the stain. Like, that's the lick. I can do that easy peasy in my sleep. So it's like, that's what I came out here for. It was like a business opportunity. Make a, make a living for yeah, yourself. Yeah, to, nice. to just really get into my career. And I stay. Like, I yeah. stay. I didn't expect to have, like, friends and end up, like, meeting somebody and falling in love and having this, like, whole different life out here. That was not the plan at all. At all. <laughs> well, you know, life takes a turn. Baby, life be so, life. But yeah. it's like, yeah, like I did. And I'm blessed for the experience because it's like when I go back home, it's like, okay, it just reassures me that home humbles me. I made truly. the right decision. Yeah, like home humbles me. But it's like I, I love home. But there is very few, very few ways that I would want to comfortably move back to the city of Chicago. Yeah, I can't I can't do it. When I had Mm-mm. all that I had going on last month Mm-mm. with my mental no. health stuff, I, I my mom like, Maya, come back, just come back, move, come back and live um with me and your dad again or, you know, we'll get you an apartment. We'll do this. Like whatever it takes just to make sure you're okay. And despite everything that I was going through, I was like, I'm not I'm not leaving. Like I don't care what mm-hmm. I have going on. I'm, I I can't leave. Arizona. I do everything in my power not to go I back can't. home. Like I it's can't. really that deep, and it's not that I don't. I love home. I yeah. love my friends. I love my family. But then when I get, and I be thinking that's what I need too. That's what uh-huh. I want. That's what I need. I need to go back home. I need to be around my. Oh, people. I got a good friend that be telling me, Maya, me, sit your ass down. Stop like, coming back out here, girl. And it's like then I get out there and it's like, y'all still doing the same shit. I want to go back. Like uh, I, yeah, I'm ready to go. I was tweaking. Like okay, like you know, I got my fix. I'm ready to bounce out now. Like, and my cousin said it all the time. She like, you don't know whether you want to be here. You don't know whether you want to be in Arizona. You know how many you flights I was catching out there. Girl, you was out there every other week. So I said, I'm like, damn. Shout, shout out to Jalen for getting me on point. He like, sit down. There's so much going for you that you have going for Especially yourself in here. Arizona. Like, yes. But I was still, I was in that mindset. Like, I have this attachment to home. I have to be home. Love home. I have to be around my people. I have to be. Because you feel like you missed in my, look, look, in my environment. Yes. Around my people. Like, I need to see people in that my look environment, like me. For real. I miss the food. I miss he, the Not vibes. just people that look like you, but act like that you. That act like me. Because yeah. we be out here, but motherfuckers yeah. don't act like, the, like us. And it's like being from the, not just Chicago, being from the Midwest in general. You know how many people done told me, oh, you're aggressive. This just how I talk. Like, yeah. this just how I am. We don't mean any harm. This just who we are. You know what I'm saying? It's I've heard so many people say, like, the black people, the black women out here are not super friendly, not super inviting. Like, I have other friends that are from Chicago that are out here who just felt like the vibe on the West Coast. People are not very inviting. People are not very friendly. And we from a real aggressive-ass part of the country so if we feel like you motherfuckers not friendly y'all not friendly yeah, yeah, it's, it's some nice shit going yeah. on for sure so it's like okay now I'm turned off I don't want to go out and try to make friends or be outside like cause even the black people don't feel like it's home I want to go home like yeah. I want to be with my people 
And that's, what, yeah, that's all it is. You yeah, just you want to like, be around my people, like minded people. And it's like, okay, then you go home. And it's like, yeah, this was fun. Yeah. And I'm going it back took, now. It, took, it definitely took me some months and my friend Jalen really instilling in me, like, just stay out there. Mm-hmm. Like, it's nothing back home for you. And it, I, I couldn't grasp that at first. I'm like, yes, it is. I can do my therapy stuff my out family, there. Like my family. Third, I can move back home. My community. Yeah, my community. But like. As I've been out, out here consistently, mm-hmm. I've been flown home once this year. Can you believe that, girl? I can't, I actually. One time. Just my time sitting out here, I've been able to, like, sit with my thoughts, and it resonates with me. Like, mm-hmm. it's really nothing back home for me. But I, just I, I at least know it's a plane ride. It's yeah. a plane ride away. Like, family to. will always be there. Yeah. Phone call, plane ride. Hell, it's 25-hour drive if you really yes. Won't if catch really me. Really desperate. But Won't catch I tried me. it once. I made it Ooh. to New Mexico and I turned around. <laughs> no, you didn't. Yeah, like I'm like, I'm packing up and I'm going home. No. Like literally, I call, I called Iman. Mind you, you're supposed to like when you take trips like that, you're supposed to go at like 6 a.m. I I decided to get my ass on the road at like 11, 12. I'm like, I'm going home. Girl. Like I'm going home. She called me. She like, girl, what the fuck? Like, what are you doing? No. I'm like, yeah, bitch, I'm going home. What do you mean? I'm going home. I'm in Chicago. It's about 10 hours and Girl, I made it back. I made it across the New Mexican goddamn border. <laughs> <laughs> I said, well, I don't feel good. Like, I'm mad. I ain't ate shit. Yeah. I'm just impulsive. Just making impulsive dumbass decisions. Turn my ass right back around. I almost hit a deer. I ain't stopped in a sundown town where it ain't feel real friendly. Yeah. I said, you know what? I, I, I made it back home like 11 o'clock. I said, shit, I ain't never doing that yeah. shit again. Bitch, my I friend Paris sure. would make that drive all the time. She from back home. Um, and then she Hell moved out here. No. She would make her little 24, so 25. Some people, no. some people, okay, they could get on the it road. It takes two, three hours. That. Not me, baby. My legs was falling asleep. I'm like, I'm about to crash yeah, out. I'm, I'm, I'm cool on this side. Just Let me just plane. go ahead and get on the plane. Get on the plane. You know what? I could hire some movers and y'all could ship all of this yeah. shit back and I'm going to go on this three and a half hour flight. I love this not... West Coast living. I wouldn't I wouldn't change it. It's, I, I wouldn't, wouldn't either. It gets, it gets lonely. It can it be does. lonely. And times, I think the lonely but... part is where it feels like hell. Like where it feels like shit. Like I don't want to be out here no more because I'm lonely. I'm in my feelings. I'm depressed but it's like when you when you be out with your friends and you be saying it's like oh, okay life is worth living like it's just adapting to change mm-hmm. trying to just get used to it that this Getting is my schedule. life now. yeah like so. shit is different we not kids anymore like we not going back to 2018 mm-hmm. we not going back to freshman year of summer college. 16 yeah it's, like you know everybody's no still more. talking about <laughs> summer, 16 summer 16 was the best that was more than 10 years ago you need to let it go so it's like yeah like we just we grown now like and it's hard to we're the new adults like it's hard to adapt to the fact that we're the new adults that's what i was gonna say making new connections and memories and bonds and i don't think a lot of people because we went through covid i feel like a lot of people don't know how to make connections now Mm -hmm. like shit got weird and murky for a second now we we missed a year or two yeah like that's why i don't even feel like i'm how, how i'm about to be 24 i just told my mom on the phone earlier girl i'm pushing 30 i t- she like, All right Shut now, up. not too much. Because <laughs> like, if you're pushing thirty, that means I'm pushing thirty. Like, all right. I like, love to say. Somebody said this to me today. I'm sitting up there talking. They're like, "Yeah, you 24, ain't you? Not yet. Don't add it. Not Don't yet. Don't add it all. <laughs> Soon. Like, relax. You're aging me. Like, not yet. Shit. That because when you hit 24, then you about to hit 25, and then every year after 25 is it's, it's pre 30. It's, it's like, not, it's like you. It's 30. Knocking on the motherfucking door at 30. I'm like, damn, time is flying. And imagine I got a whole fucking kid too. So yes. it's like, damn. 
I'm grown as fuck. Like I, I am an adult for real. Yeah. Like God, damn, I wake up next to him like it's just me and you. I gotta make sure you eat you. breakfast. Like what you yeah. want for breakfast? Think like oh. Hi. I couldn't even like you just sitting here because I, you know, we talk, we talk so much, but sitting here and getting a uh, in depth perspective about it, I didn't realize all that came with motherhood like this, like motherhood. like you said, like I I can't give you back because you know if I'm holding your baby and I had a, a little, okay, well, a little, little yeah. here you here you go, here you it's go. like See, okay, I'm, I'm done. Imagine I ain't grow up around a lot of kids. I have two younger cousins, two, two of them love them so much they were like the perfect little kids to me girl i had this chaotic ass baby i don't know why i thought my baby was gonna be the baby that was gonna be oh so calm cool and collect giving me and his father i was dead the fuck wrong like i was so wrong and like just given my pregnancy you know like your pregnancy and the stress your your children inherit that stress and whatever you, feelings and emotions you say you experienced prenatal Mm-hmm. prenatal depression. depression okay which is some deep shit that people don't talk about you know people don't want to go to therapy about shit like that because they start you know watching your ass it's like oh okay like bitch you suicidal and if you suicidal you need to be on some medication if not you might not be a fit parent you know i went through prenatal and postpartum and those unhealthy thoughts or feelings are Baby, okay. intrusive thoughts they get you it's, it's okay to experience but, and my cousin too. told me she like you know but no one to get help like no one it's yeah. like okay i'm about it's to tell much. myself yeah. she was like like i was driving on the damn bridge one day it's like damn i should drive off this motherfucker she's like all right this time damn kind of yeah, yeah right. intrusive like, it's time yeah. to get help i need to go talk to somebody I need to go talk to the lady yeah. and you know it's like no it, it if you don't have nobody around you when you are going through any type of depression whether that's prenatal postpartum just the regular depression of life it should get murky like it's like okay i don't have a will to live no more like why am i here what is my purpose and you could get lost like mom momhood that's what momhood is sometimes it's like what is my purpose what is my purpose like what what am i here for now and i'm not i don't even feel like myself anymore and it's like you have to have people around you who remind you who the yeah. fuck you are. Because I've noticed that sometimes the the child, that isn't just enough, especially Mm-mm. experiencing that kind of depression. Like, Mm-mm. you know, I wake up, I see your face. That gives me some sort of willpower. But yeah, like I got to keep it pushing for you. Enough. But it's like, damn, I need something for me. Like, I, I, you need to have a life outside of outside motherhood. Outside of motherhood. You yes. need to go out, get drunk, get fucked up with your friends. Like, you, you have to do that. I don't even fuck with nobody say... You, life should not stop when you become a parent. Like, these men's life don't stop. They life keep going. It's just the need for good balance and privacy. Yeah, like, of course, you need to be, maybe 70% of the time, you need to be young and turned with a good mom. Then that other 30% is like young and turned. Let's get fucked up. You know what I'm saying? It needs to be a nice little healthy balance there where you can still, if you want to go to school, you go to school. If you want to work out, work out. If you want to go out to eat with your friends, go out to eat with your friends. That's why it's important to have a support system because you need somebody to watch that child. You know, me not having a support system my son is very clingy, you know. My son is very, very clingy. He's very, very, very attached to me. So it's like, because he didn't see his other family members when we went to Chicago, it's like, okay, like there are other people in the house now. Like, oh, I have cousins right. and I have aunts and stuff like that. My grandmother's here. And it's like being here, it's like, it's my mom and my daddy. 
Yeah, people really got to think on that on their own situations like that mm-hmm. and, and being so far away mm-hmm. just from the norm of what you're used to. And traveling with a kid ain't fucking lit. I'm going to tell you that right now. It's not lit. It's not fun. And you know people hate when people bring children on the plane. Oh, so yeah. So, like, yeah, like it's yeah. just not fun. And trust me, you think you hate it. I hate it even more. Oh, yeah. I'm even more tired. You think you you don't like me? I don't like me neither. Like, okay, like, I don't want to bring this little baby on the plane neither. This is such good, like, advice and help for not even just moms, people who aren't moms. Like, mm-hmm. you can take from this and just be like, damn, I probably don't, don't do want it. this. Or, don't do you know, it. And I don't want this for my life or for no, myself. No, I saw so. TikTok that said this. You know where people be like, oh, I'm going to have my kids young so that when I'm older... I can, you know, live my mm-hmm. life. I can be cool. And then you got the people who's like, oh, I'm going to wait to have kids so I can live my life or whatever. And she was like, so it's like, can you not live your life with a kid? And it's like, realistically, eh, like you can love your child as much as, as, as much as you can, but it will never be anything like not having any kids. Like you can't go back. It's not coming back from that. Once you have this child, you have this child forever and you got to really that's a big decision it's a big responsibility this is the whole person's life in your hands it's not about you like it's the whole person's life in your hands it's so much shit that you have most people don't even know how to the most people don't even have health insurance how you gonna get health insurance for this kid you don't even have health insurance like that's something I, i talked to somebody about like you don't even have health insurance you have to think about shit like that you don't know how to go get your child's social security card your child's birth certificate like, you got to take them to the doctor. They just want to lay up and do the do. Yeah. And it's like, oh, we can have this baby. It's yeah. so much that goes into having a kid for real. And I was never one of the people who was thirsty to have a fucking kid. It was never me. I knew having a kid was a lot. I knew it. Hell, I got pregnant on birth control. Like, I was never one of them people who was like, yeah, I can't wait to be a fucking yeah. mom. I'm like, no, I can wait. <laughs> that was because yeah. I grew up around single mothers. Like I knew having a kid is not easy at all. And I grew up, thankfully I had, my cousin was the, she was the epitome of what a mother should be to me. And still is to this day. Like that was my role model. That was my example on what a true mother who loves you unconditionally should look like. And for her, she run herself rugged. Like, my younger cousins are 12 and 14. She runs herself to the ground. She's a nurse. She works 12-hour shifts. Sometimes she works doubles, like, back-to-back, five days a week, 12-hour shifts. And on her off day, she up. She up early as fuck, 8 a.m. All right, y'all want to go get y'all nails done today? Y'all want to go do something today? We got to go to the, we got to go, let's go to Walmart. Let's go to Rocks. Let's go here. Let's go there. It It don't stop. Like, it's like she don't have no time for herself, but she invests so much into her kids. And I admire that because they love their mom. Like, mommy is a superwoman as far as I'm concerned. Like, mommy, I can depend on her. And, but it's like, damn, you don't have no time for you, for real, outside of being a mom. You a mom, you a nurse, you take care of everybody. When do you get to take care of yourself? And it's like, damn, is that going to be my life? That's how you look like. That can't be my life. Now, don't get me wrong. My cousin is turned. She's turned. It's bad bitch. But it's like, damn, she be exhausted. And that make me feel for her sometimes. Because it's like, when is she going to have her moment where she can just have her moment? Like, where she could breathe and not have to worry about every fucking body else. Because this is my cousin who's the rock of our family. So when anybody needs something, anybody got a problem, they go to her and she's going to jump at the opportunity to be there for somebody, to be a part of somebody's community. Like, that's my cousin. Like, okay, you don't got no community. You got family. She always tell me, you got family. 
You don't want to be out needed. there who yeah. don't have no family. Bring your ass home. You got family. You got people that love. You got people that care about you and this baby. Like, you're not alone. That's my stepping baby daddy when I'm at home. She's she's Cree's father when I'm at home. Okay, <laughs> that's what she calls it. That's yeah. her. That's, she's my baby daddy when I'm at home. She take care of everything. And, you know, I love her so much for that. And it's like, I hope to be just a fraction of that type of mother when I'm older. I hope to give my child that much guidance and pay attention to them and be self-aware and just do everything and be everything for him. You know, because not everybody grew up with parents like that. I want to be that parent for my child that he knows, okay. I'm safe no matter what. Like, I got my mama. Yeah. I have my dad. I have my family. I have somewhere to go. I'm not alone in this world. And I feel like that shit is important. Don't have a child if you cannot, if you have any type of baggage, if you really are fucked up Wait, mentally. child, listen. Listen to this one. If you are <laughs> fucked up mentally in the hair right now, a baby is not going to fix it. Some of y'all think that a baby is going to keep a man. Save your relationship. It ain't. It is it not. Ain't. It's going to tear that motherfucker apart even quicker. Because you wasn't supposed to be in it anyway. It's not. Do not have a baby if you are fucked up. Like, because you, all you're going to do is fuck up this little person's life. And it ain't shit to play with. A little child's life is nothing to play with. So don't have a baby if you're at the lowest moment in your life at the moment. And when I had my son, I'm not going to lie. I was at the lowest moment of my life. But I knew you got to get your shit together. Like, because it's not about you no more. Like, this is about this child. Like, you need to be on your P's and your Q's. You need to get it together for real. My son changed my life. Like, they a kid make or break you. A lot of people be broken. It made me. Like, okay, you have been through some shit. But, like, this, this, you yet to go through the fire for real. Like, this is, it's time to get it together. And you're in a position to help and tell other people now too. Like and people be don't do to me. it. Don't yeah, do don't it. do it. And don't I'm not saying it. don't have kids At ever. All. Yeah. Like I'm not saying don't ever have children, but like please be like wait until you're at your best what you feel as if your best is before you decide because mm-hmm. you could be at your best right now and then boom have a child and you can experience experience postpartum depression still yeah that shit could life comes at you fast that shit could knock you off your feet especially if like you that. experience depression as is mm-hmm. as well and they so, tell yeah. you that at the hospital they tell you if you are a victim of sexual assault if you are a victim of prior depression have a community because postpartum is like 10 times more likely to affect you. Like you're way more likely to go through it. So it's like, you have to make sure that you are mentally in a state where you can, okay, take care of this kid. You're financially in a state. <laughs> Emphasis on that Emphasis. <laughs> Cause you, yeah, I don't know what the hell, if you can't afford an abortion, you can't afford a baby. If y'all didn't know, like <laughs> side eye, side eye, <laughs> like if you, if you can't motherfucking afford an abortion, don't bring that. Do, baby you don't need to have out. that fucking child. Yeah. I'm gonna tell you that. Do you know how much fucking diapers are? I don't, cause I don't buy them. <laughs> However, exactly, I, I, I don't know how much diapers cost. I I went on Amazon the other day. I saw a pack for fifty dollars. I said, like, "Who God?" Like, and then you, I need about two, three of them a month. Yeah. Like, shit. If you can't, if you ain't got five hundred dollars for that pill, baby. Words of wisdom, y'all. You ain't gonna have $500 a month for formula and diapers and them little food pouches, bibs, and all the other shit that you gotta goddamn do yeah. for a fucking kid. Don't have one. 
And pe- I know people be like, oh, that's fucked up to say. No, that's the reality of the situation because this shit gets real, real fucking quick. And they grow. You got to get them closed. You got to. It, 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 it it's always stop. something. Yeah. Like, it's always something. Yeah. You look up. You, you spend all this money. You look up. You got to spend some more motherfucking yeah. money. It's always something. And my mom has always told me parenting doesn't necessarily stop, stop. at 18. I still no. get help from her and my dad. I'm no. going to be 24 and there's times mm-hmm. where I've fallen short or I just can't be sustainable mm-hmm. out here. And I'm asking them for their help and assistance. And once again, I am 20. And it should be like that. Y'all. Don't ever it feel bad stop for 18. relying on your parents. That is a blessing. That's a blessing. Because it stopped at 17 for me. I was right before my 18th birthday. I literally was out here on my own i've been on my own since i was almost 18 so it's like i when i see y'all when i see you when i see one like see how much y'all rely on your parents i'm like oh shit this is gonna be this is gonna be my fucking kid one day like i'm gonna be out yeah. living my life and here hear this little boy call me my need 500 dollars. and i'm glad you but said what? that because some like, people fault people for that but yeah you're like, like no i want to be like that yeah for, absolutely like i don't you know, feel like kid. if i my biggest goal in life no matter if i have I only make two bands a month. If, if this is a hypothetical, that is not my situation. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. But like, if I was at like my brokest, my poorest, I'm going to put some money to the side every month for my son. Cause when he's 18 and he has the choice to go to college, don't go to college. He's going to have choices. He's going to have money put to the side. That's the biggest for goal. That, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I ain't had generational wealth. I ain't had shit get passed down to me. I was very unprepared in life. I got thrown out into the world. It was sink or swim for me. And thankfully I fucking swam. But I want my son to have options, to have choices. Okay, yeah. I want to take a gap year. Yeah. Okay, I want to go to college. What college can I go to? You go to any college. The world is his fucking oyster as far as I'm concerned. He's going to be able to do whatever the fuck it is that he want to do. And I'm going to set him up and put him in the position to where he's not going to need to call me much for much except for the emotional support because financially you're going to be set. Like, mm-hmm. that's that's how you create generational like wealth. That. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Like, that that's important to me and his father. Like, you're going to have something that's to get good, past That's everyone doesn't. They Everyone doesn't. Does exactly. Like they say, a wealthy, I ain't come from a wealthy family, but a wealthy family got to come from me because yeah, I'm not throwing him out in the world with nothing, talking about get it out the mud, get it on yeah. your own. Why the fuck would I do that? People bash people all the time. You still 22 living at home? So? so? And? Because I can. Because they can. They're able to. I can. My parents love me. Like, that's what the vibe be like. Y'all mad because these people. And black these people, people got to break free from that mindset. Trouble. The struggle, it's, it's okay. it's Black okay. people, free yourself from the motherfucking shackles of, of thinking you have to hustle. This hustle mentality. I don't want to hustle. I don't want to work. I don't work. I, I don't want to hustle. <laughs> I don't want to motherfucking work. I don't want to wake up. Like, that's one thing me and my ex, we bump, we, to this day, we bump heads about it. Because it's like, he's so old. Hustle, hustle, hustle. Like, my kids is going to hustle. This, that, and the third, and blah, 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 blah. For what, nigga? You hustling. Yeah. You're hustling not, right not, now. I get having a work ethic. No, that's what I'm saying. A work ethic, but like, I but, ain't making my son get shit out the mud. If you call him silver spoon, gold spoon, mm-hmm. whatever, he's gonna... Now, he's not gonna be an ungrateful little, little bastard. That's yeah. what he's not gonna be one of them key you yeah. give everything to and they don't know the meaning of nothing because they just have everything handed, handed to him. To him yeah. No, he, but he's gonna grow up with strong morals, strong values, strong principles. I'm raising my son to be a man and a good one at that. Of stable one at that. I'm not raising him to have and ladies, trauma. You can't do it alone. You okay? cannot. You, 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 
these little boys, they need their father. They need their fathers need or they some fathers. type of father or figure. Some type of father figure. Don't try to take on the world by yourself. Please, because it's not as a woman, you can't raise a man. You know what I'm saying? You can't. I don't know what it's like to be a man. I have no idea what it's like to be a man. So I have men in my life very strong. Even if his father wasn't around, I have so many men who will take him under take his wing. Take a man, yeah. When Show it's him the, the time. You know yep. what I'm saying? He has a godfather who loves him dearly. Cousins who love him dearly. So yeah. many people who step up to the fucking plate when it's that time. So it's like I never was tripping, never concerned. I can only do my part as a mother not to instill in him my emotional trauma because that's big and i feel like a lot of black moms do push off their emotional traumas on their kids especially their sons that emotional incest is some deep shit like my son is not my man that's my son yeah i hope y'all listen my son is not my man yeah that's my son like you know what i'm saying i'm not raising him on some i don't focus on you know people be weird like oh they be focused on who they son gonna date and this and the Mm -hmm. third and i can't wait for my son yeah i don't focus on none of that shit he gonna do he gonna do whatever the fuck it is he wanna do i'm just trying to make sure he's a decent human being you know what i'm saying like i'm just trying to make sure he's a good person and he's mentally aware he's emotionally stable i don't want my son to ever have to deal with struggle i want him to be a kid for as long as he could be a kid i don't want him to look at me and be like oh I have to take on these adult feelings. Like, I have to tiptoe around my mom. Nothing. I want him to have the best, most quality, high-quality life possible. That's the only goal at the end of the day. And it's like, having a kid, that's what the fuck you should be thinking of. I don't be thinking about going to the club. I ain't posted up at 11-11. Like, I'm not motherfucking buying, smoking hookah and doing all of that shit. I'm not wasting money like that. Now, I do have me a couple designer bags. That's my that's my vice. But... And she might do a little glass of wine. You know, here and there. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? If I'm popping out. A little little something. Yeah, like, I don't focus on... Mm -hmm. I don't fuck off on money no more like that. Because it's like, yeah, it's always something I could buy for my son. He got all the toys. He has all everything. He do. He you know, do. he does. He don't play with them, he but don't. they're there. He has he options. Don't. You know, he don't. He has a room. He don't sleep in it. He sleeps with me, but he has the option. And this shit like that, that was important to me. Like, I was breaking my back while I was pregnant. Like, oh, my son is going to grow up in a good fucking environment. I was, no for no reason, I'm paying $2,200, $2,300 fucking rent in Tempe for a two-bedroom. This is a newborn. Your newborn is going to sleep with you. I was so ridiculous, like, looking back on it. But, like, that... My son is not going to have the life that I had. Like mentality was so strong on me that I'm like, no, like he's, I don't give a fuck what sacrifices it take. He's going to have way better than I had. And it'll just help him in the, in the long run. Literally. he gets older and he decides to have children. So he's going to, and I can't wait. He's going to turn up for his kids because I'm turning up for him. You're implementing good, good skills. Absolutely. Community, love, all of the shit that he needs to be. Now, if he turned out fucked up, y'all, it's not me. I swear, I did the best I could. <laughs> Y'all hear all of it? I swear. Yeah. But I'm like, you're that's doing, what I you're know. You're doing good. I definitely Because I ain't had no, yeah. I didn't have an example other than my cousin on what a parent is supposed to be for real. Like, my mom held shit down. I will always respect my mom because my mom did the best she could with what she had. She made shit shake with what she had. But she didn't have, like, my dad wasn't really there. Like, he was there, but he wasn't there. He was one of those parents. Like, he was there. I knew him. I can call him up, text him, FaceTime me. Yeah, I can ask him for money. You know what I'm saying? He'll slide me some money, a couple dollars. But, you know, like, he wasn't emotionally involved. Yeah. You know, and I had other siblings, too, that I didn't know. 
did know, didn't know, you know, just all over the place, a mess. And I felt like, you know, my mom growing up being a mother, a single mother or two, that shit, like, really, she was so busy trying to grind, getting all these fucking degrees, trying to get in these higher positions, trying to be able to financially hold it down that the emotion wasn't there. And it was some type of resentment. Like, okay, like, I'm out here busting my fucking ass every day trying to be a mom you know as a kid I resented the fuck out of her for that shit like it's like damn because I didn't feel like my mama was there neither like I only had my grandmother I had my sister like those were the two people that I saw the most because my mom was always gone she was working she was at school for like 10 years of my life and it's like she was doing all of that for us like doing all of that for if we was broke I didn't know if we was poor I didn't know but emotionally she was not there for us the way that I would have liked or the way that I needed her to be. And it's not until becoming a mom, it's like, okay, I understand how difficult this shit gets, especially when you you co-parenting with a motherfucker and you, you like got now all you in the yeah, shoes. Like, now I see. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, granted, I'm in the shoes and I'm handling it way differently. However, I understand like that need for breaking the fuck down and being mad at the world. And you know, back then, it's, it was fucking mental health. And mental a lot health of times, didn't matter. We look at our moms as just moms, not, yeah, not as people. Humans. Yeah, like they're humans. They have their own experiences. They do. And I just they had go to start doing shit. this with my mom recently. Like I had to take her out of that role because mm-hmm. we all play roles in our lives or other people's lives. You know? And I took her out of that role and I'm like, this is still a person. Like, yeah, with her she, own emotions and her own shit. She didn't shit. ask for none of this or... You know, she probably didn't mean to hurt mm-hmm. me in that manner, but it happened because and, she's human too. They only, they don't know better. You know, like we're all growing every day as people, yeah. you know, shit's changing for us. Shit is changing. So it's like, you know, they didn't have the resources and the outlets yeah, and stuff that yeah. we have now. So it's like, I try my best to give my mom grace mm-hmm. because I understand and I appreciate what she did do for me because one thing my mom's going to make sure is that we had experiences. We were well-rounded. I went to Cirque du Soleil. We, we traveled. We did shit. But, you know, like one thing that's very important for me as a mom is to make sure that I'm emotionally available for my kid. Like that it's not ever a time where he feels like I'm not present, where he feels like he can't talk to me about nothing where he feels like he can't run to me if it's a problem or I'm going to judge him or he's scared and he can't call me. I don't ever want him to feel like that. And I definitely had those moments growing up. I didn't have nobody to really go to. My sister was gone. We 10 years apart. So when I'm 17, she's 27. She living her life. That was my, like my best friend at that age. But it's like, you know, when my sister left our house, she got lonely. You know what I'm saying? Like me and my mom, we was into it. Hating my mom growing up. Like I did not like her at all she ain't like me neither like we ain't like each other and you know what i'm saying like when she started following when her life started you know going in a different direction it's like i pretty much had to step into okay like i'm an adult now like okay i'm working i'm going to school i'm doing this then the third so that's why i ain't want no fucking kids i ain't i really want to be a mom because it seemed like for my mom life was motherhood was hell for her you know what i'm saying i i can't imagine what it's like to be a single parent raising two kids on your own and you didn't have the guidance yourself and you trying to figure this shit out too and you got two girls who have two totally different personalities i always had an attitude i was born like this so it's like i always gave my mama a run, a run for her fucking money she could not stand my ass i was a difficult kid but you know i was going through shit it's not easy growing up without your dad around it's not easy growing up without feeling like you don't have support and I was to myself so it's like now that I'm a mom it's like okay like I have to take my mom's experiences and my own trauma 
and I have to turn it into a positive thing because if I don't, and you I'm doing a fuck the damn up. thing, yeah, like, I, and I'm like real that. scared of fucking up too. Like, you know, as a parent, you gonna fuck yeah. up, but I ain't trying to fuck up super duper yeah. bad. Like, and my mom always, always, always makes sure she let me know there is no rule book nope. to parenthood. There's no rule. You just get in and you do you it. Just get in Even if you read it. all of them books, that shit is going to go out yeah. the window. You're going to learn in the field. Yeah. Like in any job, mm-hmm. you learn hands on. As you go. Yeah. As you go. Like it's going to be shit. It's going to be moments you feel like an awful fucking parent. Sometimes I feel like a, the worst mother in the fucking world because I don't feel like I'm doing enough, which is crazy. I'm with my son 24 hours a day. How the fuck I don't feel like I'm doing enough? Yeah. But these days I'm tired. I'm beat. I don't feel good. I don't have no time for myself. And I, I never want to take that out on my son. It, But shit get so hectic so fast. And it's like, you have to remember as a mother, give yourself grace. Like, always. Did y'all hear that? Give yourself grace. grace. Especially if you're doing it all on your own. Like, I have nothing but respect for women who are truly doing it all on their own. They don't have nobody to go to. No, they child's father not in the picture. They family not in yeah. the picture. Give yourself grace. You're doing the best you that you can do. Gotta commend yourself. You're doing what you can in that moment. Literally. Too. Like, and you, you doing it well. Yeah. You may not be able to give your child everything that you want for your child in this moment. But that does not mean it will be like that forever. That's just a right now situation. Motivation speaker T. <laughs> it's just, you don't learn until you go through it. Like yeah. life is hard. And that's why we should give everybody fucking grace. You don't know what the fuck people are going through. And give people their flowers while they here too. Especially moms. I, I love my mom friends. Like I, I just, the, the things that I see you guys still accomplishing as a mom, mm-hmm. I get in these modes where I'm like, I'm I don't want to do I shit. Do, I don't do shit. Okay. And then I look and I look at a mom friend of mine and I be like, damn. You doing she, a lot. You really doing it. You doing a lot. Girl, that's how you look at I my mom friends. That. Okay. Yeah, shit. So. I got a friend who works. She works, stay at home mom, works full fucking time, take her kids. She she set up a a, a, a little play nook, little learning nook in the corner of her house. You know, she really makes shit shape. And it's like I'm I love that. Like I love seeing that. It's like, oh my God, you're so resilient. You know what I'm saying? Like you're so resilient. She doing it on her own, like her her mom. And I just love watching my mom friends because it's like, damn, women are some of the strongest people. Like men don't have shit on women, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, sorry to y'all. Yeah, y'all don't have shit on women. Like women are the shit, and I love seeing it. It gives me motivation. It's like, oh, okay, like I'm stepping into my power. Like it's power in being a mom, as far as I'm concerned. You create a life. What Mulatto, what Lotto say? You know her name, like Mulatto. Yeah, yeah. What Lotto say? <laughs> She say, I love being a mom is the real boss shit. Like, it really is. Because, like, you you got to carry the world on your back. And shit get heavy sometimes. It get heavy. You feel like you want to break down. You feel like you want to say, fuck this shit. But you can't. You don't have that option. It's not that easy. It's not. It's not easy at all. You know? And as a mom, even if you want to say, fuck them kids. That's my kid. Right, because it's still fuck them kids. It's but- still fuck them kids. But that not my kid. Just them no, kids. yeah, we love your baby. You, 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 yeah, you still speak for yourself. <laughs> I love him. He's a I terrorist. Love me some him. And he but, loves yeah. him some y'all, and I love that for him. Thank you. Yeah, you hit some really great points with that. They, they, you know, people, people need to, people need to people hear that. To people need to know this. Evaluate. Yeah, yeah. like is it is is one thing to to see it or to be around it, but to just actually hear and get like some real good insight on it mm. no life is ghetto 
Yeah, that's what I'm gonna tell you. Like this is some ghetto. But we taking one ghetto day at a time. One ghetto. What what glow say? But that's why I love tomorrow. Cause this shit is ghetto. <laughs> for real. That's a song. Yeah. That's a song for real. Cause that's why I love tomorrow. The shit might maybe ghetto today. It may not be ghetto tomorrow. It may be ghetto tomorrow, but it may not fucking be yeah. ghetto tomorrow or next week or the month after that. Like you just really gotta keep keep sticking around. We'll fucking time. see. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm doing. Yeah. I make this shit look well too. You do. You wear you wear motherhood very well. Do so. I? You do. I, I like. I like it. Like I look like a mess. I like. Not, I you mean, know, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. All right, not too fucking much. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. no. <laughs> You wear you wear well. You wear well. She wears it well. You know, I, try. Looks, I don't look like this every day. I be at home with my motherfucking hair all over my head, looking a goddamn mess yeah. as I should. As However, should. we heavy steppers, so when we step, yeah. we step. As far as I'm concerned, y'all keep your fucking heads up. Yeah, because it's just fucking therapy. It is. It's just fucking. Take y'all asses to therapy. Yep, please Actually. do. Go talk to the lady, not me. I think y'all should actually talk to her because you know I ain't had a couple ladies in my day. And they ain't really I ain't the, the job one. Man. I ain't Carla. Oh. If you watch, if you Ms. watch, Carla. If you watch this, I had two Carlas. Okay, but if you watch this, Carla, you could have done a better job with a bitch. Okay, that's all I'm motherfucking <laughs> saying. You ain't no Amaya, Carla. Thank you, thank you, T. I really appreciate you being here, coming out, talking to me, talking to the girls. The girls. I love the girls. Yeah. I'm a girl's girl. I want the best for all of us. I want to see every young woman win. Every young mother win. Yeah. I want to stop some of y'all from being young mothers as well. Yes. Please, 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 please. Don't let a nigga please trap please you. Listen. And I'm so fucking serious. Do not let a nigga trap you. Like, do not let a nigga trap you. This is for life. Because you're going to be at home sad with that baby. Mm. And he's going to be out there living his life. Riding around in your car. Cause nowhere I ain't in the never Bible. ever ever had no shit like nowhere that happen to me. in the Bible <laughs> that I see Eve. <laughs> shit. I ain't <laughs> don't you don't even be out here messing with men who don't have no car. I ain't gonna even I ain't gonna hold you. Nowhere Some of y'all did I read in the Bible. Eve let Adam take a car. She ain't did All no day. shit like that. It was it was she Eve no who was turning like up doing the bad shit. Not Please. Adam. Remember that shit. Y'all need to turn up on the pussy ass <laughs> nigga. That's what you need to do. Okay, yeah. don't let don't. Watch who y'all laying down with. Yeah, for real. Yeah. Don't be don't be having no man who grown three, four, five years older than you laid up in your motherfucking house being a homosexual. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Okay, y'all. Uh, that's tea. That's tea. Don't, don't do it. But thank you again, T. Yeah.